Did you hear the great news? We've officially launched our accountability program here at Redefine Fitness. Our accountability program is something we use to make sure you stay on track. This program gives you once a week coaching calls with one of our professionals, as well as daily tasks to make sure you stay on track. With all of that, we give you 24 seven access to all of our coaches. So any questions that may come up, we can make sure we get you going. This program is designed to make sure you hit all of your goals, whether it's weight loss, muscle gain, we do it all virtually, all through our certified health coaches, you give us a call now at Redefine Fitness with 631-743-9906. And for all of my podcast listeners, I'm giving $10 off a week. $10 off a week. All you have to do is download the Redefine Fitness app and put the promo code in PODCAST. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Again, that's PODCAST. And if that's not enough, this program has absolutely no contract to it, so you are not locked into anything. You do it for a week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever you may do, we just want to make sure we can get you going again. So please, give us a call, 631-743-9906, or hit me up on my email. Whatever you do, we hope to see you soon. For those that don't know, today is officially my 30th birthday. That's right, the big 3-0. Happy quarantine to me. Anyway, the reason I wanted to record this podcast is to give everyone a little more insight into my life and a reflection on 30 years. I was playing with the idea of doing some games or things like that, but I thought it would be beneficial to all of my listeners to really give them something from the heart and to give them something that is way more personal so that when you do listen to these podcasts, you have a better understanding of my life, where I come from, and how you can relate my situations to some things you've may personally had in your life and hopefully use it for the better because we're all human. We all make mistakes without a doubt. So it's important that we learn from each other to really help move forward. So with that being said, I'm going to bring you all the way back to 30 years ago. I was born May 26, 1990. I don't remember anything about it, but I know my parents were sure happy. I am one of four kids. I was the second born, the oldest boy. I do have an older sister and two younger brothers. And it does play a big dynamic into my role growing up. I don't have too many memories of my younger years, but I'll get into that later. So from what I do know is let's fast forward all the way up to by the time I'm in my teens. So I could tell you in the early teen years that I have an amazing family. And I really mean that. I know some people say they have a great family, but I really, really do. My parents were always there for me. No matter what happened in my life or what situation I went through, I contribute a lot of my success to them. For those that don't know, my parents do own their own business, so it kind of laid that underlying goal that eventually I did want to do something for myself. And it set that fire to 
push myself and keep going. But through school, it was a totally different scenario. I did not have support growing up. I did not have anything helping me out. I'm sure, as some of you may extrapolate it from my podcast, I used to be heavily bullied when I was younger. So it was rough. I mean, bullied from as young as I can remember, second grade, all the way up to 11th, 12th grade. Yeah, that's a long time. That's 10 years of straight bullying. Didn't have many friends growing up. But it's okay because it's a part of my life and I don't want pity from it because, you know, it happens to more than just me and people have had worse. So I bring it up because I have hit lows through my bullying years. For those that may not know, I was actually extremely shy. Yeah. Like, really shy. I wouldn't talk to anybody in school. I just kept to myself because I was afraid if I opened my mouth, then I would get the wrong end of the stick, if you know what I mean. So I really kept to, my, to myself. And around the point of 8th into ninth grade, I hit my all-time low. And I mean, bad. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about it, but it was... That was the breaking point. Everyone finds their breaking point in life where they really can't get much lower. But I've learned is this is actually a blessing because once you hit that low, once you get so low, you feel absolutely defeated. Like you don't think there's lower and you go lower. That's how I realized how to pick myself up. And growing up was, you know, nothing could compare to that situation. So no matter what else happened in my life, there was nothing worse than that. So if we talk about that a little bit, when I was growing up and I did have this horrible thing in my life, it, it kind of was a wake up call. So I'll never forget, I was laying in my bed, staring at the ceiling and I couldn't sleep one night. Like the night I was at my absolute worst. And Staring at the ceiling. I didn't want to go back to school the next day. And my head was spinning. And I, I was like, listen, I got two options. A, I don't exist anymore. That's the end of it. B, I permanently changed my life for the better and do things I didn't think were possible. So obviously I chose B, which I always recommend to everybody because there is brighter on the other side. So what I did was something unique and something I try teaching people when I explain how the mind works. I've always been curious how the mind works and it's really interesting. So you can convince your brain of ideas and make it a part of your being. Uh, some of us see this growing up. They call this nature versus nurture. So nurturing, you could take twins that are growing up identical, like their genes are as close as you can get with two human beings, but when they experience life and see things, they both see it from two different lenses and therefore become two different people. And as they get older, it gets harder and harder to distinguish twins apart. And I'm sure a lot of you who are twins do realize that. Like, hey, we have our own personalities because it's how you see life. You can have people look at the same scenario. Like I can show 100 people in a room a video and then have them write about it. And I guarantee that everyone in that room will have a slightly different opinion. Mind-blowing. So, back to that situation. What I wanted to convince myself was that I'm not shy anymore and that I was happy. 
I knew if I could get to the point where I could wake myself up, then I could start working on being life a little bit differently. So I repeated, and I don't mean just once. I mean thousands and thousands of times. In my head, I am happy I'm not shy. I am happy I'm not shy. That whole night, the whole next morning, and I'll never forget as walking through the hallways of school, looking around and saying this to myself. I would get that urge to go talk to someone because I knew if I wanted to get out of this shell, I would need people to be like-minded like myself and I would need people to kind of lean on in school because my family obviously wasn't there and I only had them at home. So I kept saying that and then the time I would go talk to somebody, I would pull back and I would repeat that in my head and I'd do it again and I'd pull back and I'd repeat that in my head. And over the course of a week, I eventually would start doing things like, hi, hi. And then you start realizing that this becomes a connection. I felt myself actually changing. I, I really, to the point where it must have been a hundred thousand times I've repeated these words in my head. I really started coming out. I really started talking to people. And I noticed, let's say I do talk to a hundred people. One of those people would actually stay around. And around ninth grade, I was actually able to get a solid group of people that I used to hang out with. I took everyone who was basically outsiders and brought them together in a group because I figured we're better off together than alone. And through high school, I went from being super shy to super outgoing. I, there was no in-between. It was from point one to point ten. And then over time, I had to learn how to cope with taking that ten and bringing it down to bat where I am now and I give it a six or a seven, which is where you should be. <laughs> so with that group of people, we grew up together. I got to say, I held on to those friends for uh, uh, quite a while. And life kind of threw itself at me left and right. There was always ups and downs, always. I'm not going to say there weren't. And what I always realized was, even though it initially hurt, there was always positive that came out and always room to grow and learn. So... I really did grow and learn through all these situations because I've nothing was ever as bad as it was, was that one day. With that, I moved forward and I went to college. I uh, actually went to Oswego. A lot of people don't know this. I applied because I wanted to be a meteorologist. I love weather, love hurricanes. But I retracted my major right before I started school and made it math education. Ran into a boat, long story short, where uh, it didn't really work out. So by sophomore year, I changed my major over to psychology because I just loved to the mind works. And I loved how I was able to help myself by convincing myself that I have an idea. And I wanted to learn why and I wanted to explore those options more. Well, sophomore year brought way more than that. A lot of you do know this story. I did play sport called broomball. I did Fall back and crack my head. Thank God I was wearing a helmet. I was told if I didn't, I probably would have been dead. So that's awesome. I'm not. But that was life-changing. I mean, it's hard to explain what it's like through that situation. I mean, it's it's my fault that my parents never really knew what was going on in the situation. I've talked about them recently. They were just telling me like, hey, we didn't know. You said you were okay. And I couldn't even tell you if I said if I was okay because I sat in a dark room for three months. 
and just moaned. I couldn't look at anything. And I, even after sophomore year, I went home that summer and I just went to doctor after doctor. I remember driving around all across Long Island, this physical therapist, that MRI, blah, 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 blah. Found out that I had herniations in my neck and my C-spine, so C2, 3, 4, 5, and 6. And nothing, according to those MRIs, looked impinged, but I had frozen shoulder. I couldn't raise my arm above 90 degrees, and I couldn't turn my neck side to side at all. So really limited to just debilitating migraines that I would get once a week that would just be tension-triggered migraines. So it would start on my shoulders. I'd feel it kind of travel up my neck. And once it got to those three little muscles behind your head, that was it. That was, I was done. And I, I hated it. I even went back to school junior year and I was, I was torn. I mean, I couldn't find any help and salvation. I, I even quote this all the time. I had a doctor tell me that he's a physician, not a magician. And that's mind blowing. So I took it upon myself because I looked back all the way to that point in eighth grade and I said, you know what? I had an opportunity at this situation where I didn't know how to make myself not shy anymore and how to make friends. And I took that opportunity and changed it. So I'm going to do the same thing with this injury, having take every, every action into my own hands. So the complete trial and error, I fell in love with fitness. And that's where I learned how to fix myself and I took more courses in fitness. I was like, wow, this is actually working. So I changed my major to health psychology with a minor in nutrition. And that's that story. I, I loved it so much. I wanted to help others. My very first client, hashtag reach out to Alyssa. I helped her climb Mount Kilimanjaro. We did about six months of plyometric training. For those that don't know what it is, look it up. And it was awesome. Having that feeling of her being so excited that she hit her goals and she really... She made it atop that mountain and she was like, wow, I couldn't have done it without you. That was, that was riveting. That was awesome. So I took that coming home, graduated college and my parents looked at me like every parent does when their kid graduates college with a psychology degree and can't find a job. <laughs> no fault of their own, totally mine. And they said, what are you going to do with your life? And I looked at them and said, well, I like fitness, but I'm not really overall comfortable with it. So they're like, all right, go get your real estate license. So took some real estate courses, got a part-time job um, at one of the big box gyms, LA Fitness as front desk. So I worked both those a little bit. I got to be honest, for anyone listening to this who's a realtor, you guys are awesome. I did that position for two and a half years and it was definitely not for me. But what you guys go through, it taught me a lot about sales. It taught me a lot how to overcome things. So thank you to you. Thank you to my parents for helping me learn and grow and how to work for myself. So from LA Fitness, I'm not going to bore everyone. I bounced around a bunch of gyms with always the attention of opening my own. I always wanted to own my own gym. I never wanted to work for somebody. I always wanted to do things that I felt were right with having me told no. So Bounced around a lot, eventually got myself to work inside a gym. And I was doing I was a personal training manager there. And the owner one day comes to me and he says, Listen, the training department's not making any money. At least he thought that. <laughs> so he's like, I'm gonna cut the department. And if you want to continually train here, feel free to do so. Just pay me as an independent contractor, and you can start your own company inside the gym. 
that was awesome. That was it. I was like, you know what? This is my opportunity. So I hopped on it, started to redefine fitness, grew it all inside that gym, and then eventually branched out, opened my own spot, and here I am now over at Redefine Fitness in Mount Sinai, New York. So that's a good over a layout of my life. And just to kind of follow up on things, just currently where I'm at, where I'm actually, just to be blunt with people, no longer friends with a lot of those people that I did grow up with. You do learn as you grow, people are great in certain situations and do help you. There's certain um, aspects of your life. So for that, I'm totally grateful for, but I've always been a, a doer and a winner and I never actually won, but I was always definitely a doer. <laughs> so it was hard to befriend people who didn't have the same aspirations and goals as myself, where every time I wanted to do something and grow, I was constantly pulled down from them. Like sometimes literally some kids came and spat on our girlfriends at the time. And I went to go stand up and be like, what the heck is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? And they pulled me to the floor because they didn't want to start a fight. So great example, but it was learning. Met my beautiful girlfriend six years ago, working at LA Fitness. I was working the front desk and it just so happened. You want to talk about coincidence that I was sitting there and I was at a low with girls at the time. And I was kind of like about to give up and just be like, you know what? I'll just be single for a long, long time. And the sales department left for the night, which they usually tell us at the front desk to just get name the numbers and they'll call. But I worked up such a good reputation at the gym. They were, they gave me the opportunity to sell anyone that walked in after they left. So in walks this girl and instantly I was like, wow, I need her number. And she came up to me. And I toured her around the gym, got to know her a little better and started talking and she let her work out on a pass. She told me she just came over from work and she wasn't going to come in, but something inside her told her just to show up that day. And it was only a three day pass. So what are the odds that she walked in when there was no salespeople there? Cause if there was, I wouldn't have got to talk to her and that she literally almost turned around at the parking lot. Long story short, she got my number cause I was just dumbfounded by her beauty and she'll probably get mad at me for saying that, but <laughs> fast forward six years, this girl really helped change my life. She helped show me that I can't let others hold me down. I really have to push and grow myself. And she has been the most supportive person I've ever met in my life next to my parents. Like them three couldn't live without. So I did recently proposed to that girl so we are engaged and it is the happiest feeling in my life knowing I get to spend the rest of my life with her anyways I hope that's an understanding of where I come from I hope it's an understanding of where I've been the last 30 years and I want to talk about going forwards because that's what it's all about I've really learned recently is you can't dread in the past the second you start worrying about well you know, this happened to me in the past and I'm just going to sit there and think about it. You never truly move forward. So I let go everything behind me. I really, I'm just informing my listeners, but nothing about my past holds me back anymore. 
where I just know from here it's forward. I know where I want to be in 10 years. For me personally, that means expanding Redefine Fitness, expanding who I am out there to the world, which is why I started my own podcast, meeting some awesome people, which I got to be honest, through personal training and through this podcast, I have met the most amazing, friendliest people ever. And I that's one thing I absolutely love about this field. Like what other position can you come into work, love what you do, so it doesn't even feel like work, meet amazing people and really get to know them, change their lives, and ultimately change the world. I, I just love that. So I want to really grow. I want this to all expand. I want to help more and more people. I want to have listeners. I want to be able to travel the world and help people. And eventually maybe start changing some things legislation-wise where I start imposing new health and fitness laws to really help get this country on back. It really bothers me that the obesity rate is as high as it is because it's one costing our country billions, which people complain about spending a dollar here and there, but they're spending billions on healthcare because it costs so much because we keep getting fatter and they're just killing themselves. And you don't understand what's too life when you don't, when I don't work out for a couple of weeks, I start getting that brain fog. I start getting depressed, but that workout really like energizes you. It gets the dopamine pumping. It gets the serotonin pumping and you just feel better. And you could just do more. And I couldn't imagine not being able to do things because of limitations, because I was there. I was at that point. I couldn't do day-to-day -day activities. And it sucked. <laughs> Driving a car was a task because I couldn't look behind me. And this is obviously back before they had backup cameras. So it's important that we understand that as a society and want to help change each other. I, I am here full-heartedly for anybody who needs help. Even if they just have a question, please reach out. I am here to help everyone. I want this world to grow. I want this world to change for the better. I want people to be happier. I want people to be healthier. And it's really important that people understand this. And it all comes from goodness inside of me. None of this is coming from a bad place. So I want this company to grow. I want to help you guys. If you need anything, please feel free to reach out to me. I did start my own website, so if anyone has any questions about my story, you can see it on there. It's just anthonyamen.com. My last name is Amen, A-M-E-N. I get that a lot. <laughs> so please feel free to check that out. Reach out to me. My email is anthonyamenfitness at gmail.com. You can always call the gym, 631-743-9906. And yet again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Maybe by the time I'm 40, I'll do another one, see where I've grown by the time I'm 30. And I can't wait to see what the future brings me. Love you guys for listening. Thank you so much.